The following message was recorded at Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. More information can be found online at Bethlehem.Church. I called this talk, it's a long title, Transformation. Keys to True Self-Help. Thriving in Motherhood. All those things. And we're going to talk about all of those things. But first of all, I want you... Okay, so I teach at the Y, and I have, it's important that you give me some feedback, because when I'm teaching, and I think you're not feeling the muscle that I'm I'm thinking that you're working, I will continue until I hear, I see some sort of something. So it is important that you give me some feedback. Um, And so as we go on, so what I want you to do right now, before we even get started, is I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to visualize what would it look like for you to be your healthiest self? What would it feel like? What would your kids think about that? What would your husband think about that? And in your mind, I want you to think, what would it take to get there? All right, and now I want you to think, one more, one more second with your eyes closed. I know it's hard, it's hard. Uh, One more second. What, when you think self-care, what do you think? And what does the world tell you about self-care? Okay, open your eyes. I know that was the hardest of the whole day, keeping your eyes closed that long. Um, But someone tell me, what came to mind when I asked you, what does, what is it, what does self-care look like what does the world tell you about self-care bubble baths manicures wine all right all right you guys awesome keep going anything else weekends away by yourself add that yes just silence yes a moment of silence good good starbucks shopping all right awesome this is what this is what the world tells us right and nothing's wrong with those things nothing's wrong I went and got my manicure yesterday I was going to have a Starbucks cup just to show that Starbucks is not the enemy here you know we're not I'm not saying no to all of those things but I want to um, and I want you to know this has stretched me this is a tough topic this is a slippery topic and you've stretched me and you've grown me so thank you because I, I love being changed I love being sanctified and I love having to be on my knees and trust the Lord for for words um, so but I want you to also know that I have been I know you you heard me say I have five kids I they're all grown I've been married for 33 years um, but I have sat in your seat I have been right there maybe with not a baby strapped on me because we didn't have that at the time but i i had i was i've been right there where you are i get it being a mother is hard it's it's challenging they don't give you a manual they don't give you a book they don't give you directions except through the bible right so i've been there um and i hope that the you'll gain something today that 
will take you farther than I don't want you to uh, that you will grow faster than I did I want you to take something away from this talk that will empower you to be transformed as a mom like our job is not just to survive and some days we feel like we are just holding on for dear life but I really believe that God wants to transform our life so that we can thrive. And that's different than the world. That is different than the world. Um, so uh, I, re I have five kids and I remember when I was just about to have my baby 32 years ago. My daughter's about to turn 32. Some of you do know her, um, and she will be listening to this, so hello, Hannah. Um, I remember bringing her home. Well, she was she did not want to come out into this world. Like, she was very happy in the womb. So when she finally came out, I just was so overwhelmed with joy and also overwhelmed with being underqualified, overwhelmed with... Um, being overwhelmed I did not know what to do I put the baby in the crib and then I was like what's next like I had anticipated that moment for it's not nine months by the way it's ten months you know you anticipate that moment for so long and then you just like hey well did it check done like what um, I just didn't know and so the overwhelm and sadness and I was felt guilty about that sadness. Like, this is a bundle of joy. And yet, there was some sadness in there. And quite honestly, um, some resentment to my husband. And why? Because my husband and I had been on staff with Campus Outreach and we had done it together. We got married, we went on campus, we shared our faith, we came back at midnight or whatever, because that's what students do. And we, we talked to each other, and we prayed together, and we talked about who we met, and, and it was a beautiful time in our marriage. And then everything changed for me. But guess what? It didn't change for him. It did not change for him. He actually got the bonus of coming home to a little bubbly little girl. Um, but my four walls started falling in. I felt like I couldn't go to the grocery store. I couldn't, they didn't have delivery back then. <laughs> that wasn't the case. We didn't have FaceTime. My mom, I didn't, wasn't connected to my family. I was in this little small town um, in Valdosta, Georgia, and it was very hot, and it, I was all, I felt all alone. alone. Um, and I remember one day, um, the Lord uses our husbands, right? I was expressing this frustration to my husband <laughs> and he said, you know, and he, it's, it's interesting because it must have been the Lord because he does not remember saying this and he doesn't usually talk to me this way. So he said, you know, I don't know why God has called you to be the mom and me to be the dad. And I thought, okay that's your response to my frustration and yet at that point it clicked for me like, god has called me to be the mom 
I didn't choose this necessarily, but God has called me to be the mom. And it was at that point that I really got it. And I determined, you're going to get it to know a little bit about me. Um, I determined to be the best mom I could be. Like, I'm like, I'm going to do this. Like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I started tackling those things that I was dealing with. And because you are here, and you are not just wanting time away from your kids, you want to, you're wanting to build yourself up in, in the gospel, and you are wanting to have fellowship and encouragement, I know that that's you too. I know that you want to be the best mom that you can be, right? Yep, I really believe that. So my desire is for you to thrive in motherhood and to be transformed and for the Lord to use this experience this season to do that. Um, I not only want to encourage you to take care of yourself, but I want you to believe that that's the right thing to do, that it's biblical to do that, and that it's a crucial part of making your mothering significant. It's crucial, all right? I think the world has taken the word, the word self-care and kind of twisted it. They've flipped it so that when you do think of self-care, it is all about the massages and the manicure and the time away and the quiet and the, all of that. But there's a missing piece, and it's, it's been flipped. And so I, I hope that um, I, like, like I said, I get massages. I get my nails done. I didn't when I was your, in your stage. So this is something that I incorporated later, I will have to say, but I'm not against those things. Um, I am wanting to encourage the correct order of things, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I think those things can be part of your health regimen, um, and that's totally up to you, but um, so we're going to talk about that. So, all right. Are we ready to dig in? All right. So before we start telling you that, I start telling you how to thrive. I'm going to tell you how to thrive. Um, let me tell you a story. I want to take you back to when I said, I'm going to be the best mom that I can be. You know what I did? I started, can you imagine where that took me? <laughs> can you just imagine? Just think about it for a second. I'm going to be the best mom I'm going to be. So I'm going to do the best at home. I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to cook all the meals. I'm going to make homemade bread because that's apparently really, really important. And then I'm going to homeschool my kids too because I have this education, so I'm going to do that. And that's really the best for my kids. I'm going to, um, I'm going to make sure when I have guests in my home that my house is spotless. I'm going to make sure my kids behave in church. I'm going to be, you know, all the things, right? The list goes on because I am a people-pleasing perfectionist. Like, that's who I am. Like, I'm working on that. So, but that's, if I had, if, if I've left, left yet for myself, I am a people-pleasing perfectionist. And so this people-pleasing perfectionist took me down a path of exhaustion. I was absolutely exhausted. And I really thought, now, this is no blame to anyone else except the way I'm created. I'm either on or off. 
it's either I'm either in or out. Um, it's either black or white. There's no gray. There's there's no in between for me. I'm either doing really well or you can't talk to me. Like I'm I'm just that's just who I am. That's that's me. I really thought that being poured out as a drink offering was at the end of the day you cannot lift your arms up, and that's been that's a good day. You have given all that you could give and that that was that was it but being poured out every day and looking for more ways to uh, be that perfect wife be that perfect uh, community person be that perfect perfect mom did some damage to my body um, it was very very stressful um, so like I said, I'm not blaming anyone for that biblical truth. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's how my brain works. Like, if I'm going to be the best, I want to give my all. And I want to figure out, I was always thinking of ways to do it better and to, um, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I would go to a friend's house who was homeschooling. She was making, I mean, she was doing volcanoes with her, making volcanoes with her kids. And I'm like, I'm a failure. Like, I am a failure. Like, you know, my de my house is not decorated very well. I don't have pictures up of my kid. Like, I'm a failure. Like, that just, that was the brain I was working with. Ah! So, uh, and my poor kids, you know, they're not perfect, you know, but I had this, this standard that was on them that was exhausting me. Um, can anyone relate to this? Anyone? Good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's out of, gosh, I want to cry because it's out of a, a love for our children and a love for our husbands to do the best we can, right? Um, but I hit rock bottom and it's because I was trying to hold it together and doing it, doing, do all the things. Um, and so what I want to share today are the things that I've changed up to make, to, to allow the Lord to help me thrive. Um, and I wish I would have done it sooner. So I'm hoping that you will take something from this, whatever it is, and implement just one thing. All right. So why do I feel like we should be thriving? Like we're in the middle of chaos at our houses, right? We've got, and, and all the, I mean, it's so much it's so much um but i believe that our bodies are a temple of the lord um that the holy spirit lives within us it says your in first corinthians 6 19 through 20 your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify god in your body um 1 Corinthians 3.16, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells within you? I think some of us think very lowly of ourselves. But you know what? When God looks down and sees you, he sees Jesus. He sees perfection. We don't have to work for that. He sees perfection. Um, we were also created in his image. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. We have a responsibility to take care of this body that God gave us. And let me add, it's not selfish. 
many of you think when you're in the middle of your day and it's, it's, there's something that you need to do, but it feels selfish because all the needs are coming at you. It's, it's, but it's not selfish. Um, all right, so thriving involves transformation. It means changing from where we are right now and changing, okay? Um, we can't just decide, it's gonna require thought. So here we're getting into some application and I want us to be thinking, all right, three S's, all right? I wish it was SOS, but I just couldn't make the O work because I feel like we need that, right? But three S's, three S's. I wrote it on a poster board. I want you to visualize, I want you to write down S, S, S. I want you to think S, S, S. I want you to remember what are you going to remember? Okay, I want you to remember the three S's. All right, so you know that I teach fitness classes, and as we age, we lose muscle. Did you know that? After the age of 30, you really start losing muscle, and so you need to incorporate strength training into your, into your thoughts, okay? So, and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We need to work on this. We need to add this into our, our daily activity. Okay, I'm not saying you have to, but I'm just saying if you want to be strong, yet what does the Bible say about that? It says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. You know, sometimes I think we do, as moms, want to appear strong, and I'm all about strength because, remember, you got to keep that in. You got to incorporate that. Um, but the Bible says we need to be weak. And we need to admit, when I'm working with someone at the Y, they have to admit that they are weak before I can help them get stronger, right? They don't come into the Y and say, I am strong. How can you help me? I'm like, let's, let's talk about where you're starting from right here first, you know? And so you have to know that you are weak before you can get strong. Um, so, uh, my grace is sufficient for, this is 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, I am strong. Ladies, we do not have to do this on our own in our own power. We do not have to be strong. We do not have to have it all together. We do not have to have the perfect home. We do not have to have home-cooked meals. We do not have to have those things um, because when we are weak, God is strong through us. All right, so the first S that I want you to focus on is seek, okay? First S, seek. Dwell with Jesus. Seek Jesus. Now, and realize when we are weak, we can be strong because of Jesus. All right? Now, how do we do this with five kids? Before the kids, you're like, I could just get my coffee. I could spend 30 minutes, an hour, whatever, doing all the things. But how do we do it? I want you to set your mind on how to do this as a mom. You guys are brilliant. You guys are very smart, you know, but you have to be intentional to seek the Lord. So I'm talking five minutes. 
because what you focus on expands. And so you start with five minutes, and then it's going to expand, and it's going to expand, it's going to expand. Okay, so start with five minutes. Worship songs while you're cooking. Memorize verses. You guys can probably talk about it at the table, like what works for you. But worship songs, um, memorize verses with your kids. Put verses everywhere. Listen to podcasts. Um, whatever, you know, I, I have never been great about reading through the Bible in one year. That's overwhelming to me. But I found a plan that you can read in two years. And it's one chapter a day, and I'm like rejoicing. I'm like, I probably will do it in one year because the pressure of reading all of those in one day is overwhelming to me. So I want you to find what works for you and seek the Lord. Like, super important, seek the Lord. A daily dose of the gospel is de-stressing, all right? I want you to remember that. A daily dose of the gospel is de-stressing. And do you know what stress does to our body? I'm going to tell you what stress does to our body. About? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I wasn't sure I actually was going to share this or not. Um, but about six years ago, my brother committed suicide. And um, we didn't know. We didn't see it coming. We didn't know. And um, my mom, I don't think she was a Christian at the time. I don't know where she was spiritually, but the stress of a mom not knowing where her 30-year-old son, and you know, he's way older than that. I don't know. I guess he's 30 stuck in my mind, but he was way older than that. But she lived by him. She saw him regularly, and she did not see it coming. And the stress of that, she held it in. Um, at his funeral, we knew something was wrong with my mom. We knew something was up. That stress had attacked her brain. And she got viral encephalitis, which is a, it attacks the, it attack, it's like a cold sore, but instead of coming out on your mouth or lips, it attacked her brain. And we had to take her to the hospital at that point, and she never went back home. She lived in a nursing home, just the total right side. She was there, but she couldn't communicate with us. Um, but when I think of stress, and getting rid of stress, I think of her. And I'm thinking she held on to that stress. She took it as her own. She, um, it is very dangerous for your body. Um, and this is just an example of, you know, and I, I do believe my mom became a Christian. Like, I can tell you the story some other other time. We would FaceTime her from, the, from um, every, every Monday. I would FaceTime her at the nursing home. And I would read through a passage, and we'd pray together. And one day she was crying, and anyway, um, I do think she, I'm, I'm trusting that she loved Jesus. I'm trusting in that. But as a mom, I get that stress. I get that stress. We want good for our kids, right? We, wanted, we want so much good for our kids. And when that doesn't happen, or we don't see it coming, we feel guilty. Something recently happened in my family, and I, I had the first thought, I'm a terrible mom. Which, why do I think I'm that powerful? Like, I am not that powerful. Um, all right, so, 
daily dose of the gospel can de-stress. Um, yes, the world might think mama needs Starbucks, but mama needs Jesus he, he, and with Starbucks in your hand. Like, yes, so, yes. Um, okay, so start with Jesus and don't, um, don't worry. The time, it doesn't matter. Focus on five minutes. Whatever it takes, five minutes, whatever you focus on expands, all right? We feed ourselves lies, and we need to see ourselves in that healthiest version of ourselves. If you've talked to me more than five minutes, I've probably recommended um, the song Perfectly Loved by Rachel Lampa. Um, it is an incredible song. Um, so this afternoon, put your kids down, listen to that song because you are so loved. And my favorite line, when you get to it, you're perfectly human. It's an incredible song. I listen to it almost every day. There's two songs I listen to almost every day because I need that. I don't believe some of the things that the Bible says about me. And um, I need truth filling my mind. So take every th thought captive. The enemy wants you to believe that you're a bad mom. But God has called you to be the mom of your child. And he's going to give you everything you need. But that first S is important. Seek. All right, second S, and I don't want you to over some. I don't want you to overcomplicate it. Just simplify. Second S. I gotta hurry here. I got lots to say here. Um, savor. This is one of my favorite words. My girls will tell you, yes, mom, I'm gonna savor my time. I want you to savor this season. This is a season. It's a short season, and I want you to figure out how to savor it. All right. Seek the Lord and savor your time. Savor means enjoy or appreciate something completely by dwelling on it. Savor the mundane of motherhood. Savor the, the fact that you have to feed them every meal, every day, three meals, every single day. Let's, let's savor that mundane work um, and appreciate the daily, everyday life, the laundry. Um, if you need a tip on socks, let me know because I'll give you my tip on socks. Um, what we focus on expands. And if we are savoring our time, our thankfulness is going to fill up and we're going to be more filled with joy. We could totally focus on the negative, hard things. And you know what? That's going to expand. So I'm encouraging you. Seek, savor, and surrender. Surrender is the last one. Um, surrender, surrender because you really aren't in control. You have them on a schedule and you are feeding them and you are taking care of them, but you ultimately are holding them loosely. You are holding them loosely. Um, so savor the process, the messy, the sanctification, surrender that perfectionism lay it down and ask the Lord what do you have for me and lay down your thoughts and don't pick them back up all right so three S's let's go over them what is it seek all right so once those are in order guess what you can aim to be healthy I have a, a poster but I'm gonna keep going just so that I can get finished on time order matters and I think that what the world says is 
do the things, aim to help, but we're saying, I'm saying, do the S's, then aim to help. Don't flip them, all right? Don't flip them. It's really important. That's the difference between the world and us. You know, we focus on the S's, SSS, and we aim to he for help, all right? We want to do our part to be the healthiest version of ourselves, and then we trust the Lord to do His part to be the rest. Um, but we need to be we need to be thinking about it now. Let me be clear. I'm not talking about skinny, okay? I'm talking about healthy. I'm talking about healthy. Um, what we set our minds on what expands, right? So, aim is the word. A I M. It's going to be quick. I'm going to go through these quickly. I could talk for days on these, like days. Aim. All right. Three S's. Got those down. Maybe just five minutes. It took five minutes to get through those three S's. Now we're going to aim to be healthy. A is accountability. We give up on ourselves too easy. <laughs> if you want to be successful in getting healthy, get some accountability. Get a friend to say, you know what? I need a little help here. Um, because it's so easy to be in your own home and say, it's been a long day. Forget it. All right? Accountability. Um, intentionality. Aim. Accountability. Intentionality. Intentionality with our time. Please say no more often. I said yes to everything. And it, 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 it's okay to say no. I, I love when someone said um, saying no is allowing someone else to be able to say yes. So say no. Um, there are things that you have in your life that you can say no to and you can just let go. All right? Um, practically. Drink half your weight in ounces of water every day. Like, this is an easy one. This is easy. I put a gallon jug on my counter, and I, when it's finished, I fill up my water bottle all day long, and when it's done, it's done. Water is huge for our health. You know, the Lord uses water to get rid of all the bad stuff. Okay, then I want you to be intentional. So intentional with your time, intentional with water, intentional with food. So this one is a... Food nourishes our body, and I want you to be thinking nourishment. I don't want you to be thinking about anything else but nourishing our bodies. Stay away from your food, your kids' leftovers, okay? That is an easy, easy, like, grab, and then you don't realize, I'm actually not nourished. I have had a handful of goldfish and some cheese, you know, but I am not nourished, you know? Just cheese, just cheese. Um, but I am not nourished. So I want you to, I want to encourage you to stay away from your um, kids' leftovers and eat a real meal. I always encourage my people to um, eat a protein, carb, and a fat at every meal. Eat protein, carb, and fat every meal. Car carbs are not a bad thing. So I eat a protein about the size of your, in your palm. Eat a carb about the size of your fist. And eat a fat about the end, the end of your finger. All right? Just keep it simple. Do it. If you haven't looked at Stay Fit Mom, they do these little bowls. They're my favorite thing right now. You could do them for yourself, not for your whole family, but you buy these little bowls and you do these meals. Uh, they're really, really good. So find me if you want more information about that. And it's protein, carbon, fat. I want you to think about that. Um, eat whole foods. You know, don't be afraid of a banana. I used to be afraid of a banana because it was high sugar. No, eat whole foods. If it came from the ground or has a mother, you can eat it. <laughs> like, eat it, okay? 
Um, yeah, I I would encourage you. I'm I'm actually on my soapbox right now. So um, um, I I would encourage you to stay away from processed sugar. I, I sugar is damaging to your um, your gut, and it's actually very 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 addictive. Um, some say more than cocaine. And so if you have that sugar, like you really crave the sugar, which pumpkin spice bread was incredible. Uh, I'm an 80-20 person. So 80% of the time I want you to be eating whole foods, 20% of the time, whatever you wanna eat, okay? But sugar is one of those things that what happens is we have good and bad bacteria in our gut and sugar feeds the bad bacteria. And so it bubbles up and then you have brain fog and then you have don't feel good and you can't sleep and you're moody and all the things. So that is a good place to start. I'm not anti-sugar because I'm over there eating a pumpkin spice bread, but I am thinking of how you can take your health to the next level and show up your healthiest self. So definitely not against sugar. Don't repeat me and say that. Like she hates sugar. No not that I'm just saying be aware be intentional be aware and eat whole foods mainly okay show up for yourself just a little bit more decide that you're gonna make some changes whatever that is one change at a time so start with water and then M is movement um, I'm all about movement it's my antidepressant and um, no one wanted to go for a run with me when my kids were younger I started running I hated running but it started that walking and movement really is your antidepressant. It's a natural antidepressant. And so I encourage you to move your body. Now, how do you do that with kids? Um, well, you incorporate it in their daily activity. There is a website that's absolutely free called Nourish, Move, Love. She does 30 minutes, 25, 30 minute workouts, strength, or you can choose. She's pretty tough, but she's right here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I think she's out in Edina and she does free workouts and just do something. Even if you get half of that workout done, do something. Move your body, park farther away. This one might challenge you. Park farther away at the grocery store. Just get some movement. Um, take your kids for a walk. Whatever it, it takes, but move your body. When I'm in a funk, and I do get in a funk, you know, I put my AirPods in, I worship, I walk. I'm so movement and, and focusing on the Lord and the gospel and eating whole foods, all of that, just works together so um, all right those daily habits compound I am I am landing the plane right this second those habits compound and they I, I call them habit stacking so be thinking be intentional about how you can implement some things that you already do every day I tell my people at the Y I was like let's work on balance so when you're brushing your teeth just pick up that leg start working on balance that's habit stacking putting something that you're already doing automatically with something that you want to implement, all right? Um, so, there's a, a song called Build, the, Build a Boat. You ever heard that song? So two songs you have to go listen to, Build a Boat. Um, and I want you to just realize that, gosh, you might hear me and you're like, I don't have time for any of that. I'm, I'm, that's not gonna work for me. I'm not gonna become the healthiest version of myself um, and I want you to remember your job is to build a boat God's job is to bring the storm and the rain and what we look around and we look and we think it's sandy it's 
it there's no there's n there's no way anything's gonna work and it's gonna grow or uh, I'm not gonna be transformed because daily putting things in the right order S and then aim to help not switching them you're gonna be amazed you're gonna be amazed the transformation that will happen not perfectly because that's part of it but the Lord's gonna use you and so as we, I, I think we're probably finished. So thank you for letting me share. I hope that you've been able to take something away. And as you talk to each other, as you're getting your kids and all the things, I want you to think, what's something that you, that just stood out to you that you're like, the Lord wants me to work there. So let me pray. Father, thank you for your faithfulness and how you are so committed to us that you use motherhood to transform us and to change us and to sanctify us and to show us where we don't measure up. We are weak, but you can be strong and will be strong through us. I pray that you would use us to love on our kids and to show them Jesus as we are putting things in the right order, as we are seeking you, as we are savoring our time, as we are surrendering to you, and as we aim to do just those daily habits that build and compound. And I pray that you would transform our life so that we are different for the, from the world and that we actually are fueled by the, by the gospel and that we're, we're changed and uh, help us to be different. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Feel free to make copies of this message to give to others, but please do not charge for these copies or alter their content in any way without written permission from Bethlehem Baptist Church. For more information, we invite you to visit us online at Bethlehem.Church. Bethlehem Baptist Church, spreading a passion for the supremacy of God in all things for the joy of all peoples through Jesus Christ.